Hey, are you a business owner, entrepreneur, or professional? If so, we want you to apply to be a featured guest on our show. My name is Adam Torres, and I host the Mission Matters series of podcasts. I've recorded over 3,000 episodes, and we are just getting started. How do you know if you'd be a good guest to be on the show? Well, only one way to find out, and that's to apply, but I'm going to let you in on a little secret. We want guests that have a story to tell, guests with a brand, a product, or a service that can benefit my audience of listeners. If this sounds like you, go to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. I'd love to talk to you and get to know more about your story. Again, head on over to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. All right, now let's get into the show. Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Mission Matters. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. And if you'd like to apply to be a guest on the show, just head on over to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. All right. So today I have Daniel Barrett on the line, and he's founder at Plutus Software and co-owner at Pacific Precious Metals. Daniel, welcome to the show. Thank you, Adam. Um, really glad to be here. Excited to be here and share share a bunch of information for people. Fantastic. And uh, excited to get your take. Obviously, we want to know what you're doing at Pacific Precious Metals. We'll talk about the alternative investment space in general and kind of some of the things you're seeing. Um, but let's just start with our signature question, how we start all our shows. So, Daniel, we at Mission Matters, we amplify stories for entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. So that's our mission here. Daniel, what mission matters to you? Well, for me, my mission for, for, for the company Pacific Precious Metals, what matters to me is to provide individual investors a safe and convenient place and to provide a lot of information so that they can invest into physical gold, silver, platinum, palladium, et cetera, and give them a local place where they can go to and physically acquire the metal rather than doing it with a big faceless online place. So that's really important to me because I think that there's a lot of undercurrents going on in the world, economically, geopolitically, et cetera, where having a certain small percentage of your portfolio or all of your investable assets in physical gold makes a lot of sense. I mean, gold's been around for 6,000 years. I'm not going to bet that it's going away. Yeah. Um, most reserve currencies, which the world's reserve currency today is the US dollar, they can last one, two, 300 years, maybe less, before they get replaced by something else. But gold's been there the whole time. So my goal is to build a business, and we have four places in the San Francisco Bay Area, and expand that nationwide where there are physical locations people can go to buy and sell physical precious metals. That's I also awesome. have, I'm a founder at Plutus Software. So what I'd like to touch is, okay, I got into this and I see these giant online players <laughs> and I don't think it's the best way to buy gold. Number one, they're more expensive than most local players, but most local players don't have the technology to be able to offer to their local buyers what the big guys do. So I founded Plutus Software about 20, six years ago, I guess, 
yeah. to provide a software platform for all gold and collectible dealers to be able to sell online with as good of technology or better than the big guys so that they can serve their local markets. So those that's my mission is to get as many people into a safe asset mm-hmm. and as many other dealers to help that ha- happen. So that's my mission, Adam. Man, that's awesome. Um, love bringing uh, mission-based entrepreneurs and executives on the line to share why they do what they do. So great stuff there. Um, I want to go further into uh, into Pacific Precious Metals and what you're up to there. But before we do that, let's a little bit more about your background. So like, how'd you get on this path of being an entrepreneur? Um, well, I'll start off say I, I've worked for the two evil empires, right? Maybe <laughs> even three, right? So I worked in the oil business for a bunch of years out of college. So evil empire number one. And then I worked in, on Wall Street, evil empire number two. And now I'm kind of building tech. So I guess tech, I don't know if you consider it evil empire number three. (laughs) Uh, But I I was on Wall Street and after the 2008 crisis, the hedge fund I was working for Mm. shut their doors. Um, I was already investing in physical gold. Mm -hmm. And I thought, and I, there was not much technology back then or or dealers that you could trust. So I thought I'd just start my own little gold business. I did that. And for the first few years, I ran it. And I built it up and it kind of morphed into something much bigger. I don't really have much to do with the day-to-day operations and I'm only a part owner. Um, So I started that in 2010. Mm -hmm. And then in 2015, I was more committed to, hey, I want to build a technology platform for all dealers and et cetera to be able to use to sell to the public. So that's kind of my background. I've worked I've done a lot of technology. I've, I know Wall Street. I know investments. And I think when people talk to me or see stuff that we put up on our blog post, there's an instant trust. I'm not because I don't give people a song and dance. Hey, you got to own gold. It's the only thing in the world that's worthwhile. No, you know, I, I, I kind of give people a straight talk. You want to own a little gold, but you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. Mm-hmm. And on the technology side, I try to t- tell other dealers, look, unless you embrace technology and put your stuff online. Yeah. The guys are going to slowly just decimate it. So that's my background. So um, let alternative investments in general, I don't want to assume that, uh, that everybody watching this. So of course, everybody's heard of gold. So that's pretty straightforward. But like, what are you seeing in the alternative landscape, just um, space and just like in general, because you're, you're day in and day out on this on, on precious metals and looking at alternatives. So what are you seeing in the market? Well, I mean, crypto is obviously there as well, and I I love the concept of crypto. When I first when I first started looking at crypto, I think it was 2013, mm-hmm. when Bitcoin was only 40 bucks. Yeah, uh, and I thought, well, this is a phenomenal idea. It's mm-hmm. it, it it's kind of like a version of digital gold, mm-hmm. and so people should own a little crypto, yeah. but it's very risky. There's a lot of regulatory risk to crypto uh, cryptocurrencies. So mm-hmm. I would I would encourage everyone also to look at cryptos, do a lot of research, keep use very well known exchanges that you buy and sell on. Mm-hmm. Don't don't get caught up with the froth and all the stuff that you read online. Stick with mm-hmm. some of the bigger names. Spread out a little bit of your money onto that. Some of them will be you you have the chance of making ten or fifty times your money, and there's others that are going to go to zero. 
But mm-hmm. the alternative side for me is the crypto, right? But I like to focus on hard assets in general. Yeah. Gold, silver, platinum, it's in your possession. There's no counterparty risk. If your bank goes belly up, doesn't matter if you've got gold sitting buried in a safe in your basement. But if your bank goes belly up and they put capital controls, how do you get your money out? Same with your stockbroker. How do you get your money out? How do you get your stock out? So hard assets to me are key. Owning a home is a great idea too. Mm -hmm. Most Americans, most of their net worth is tied up in their homes and that's a great investment. But uh, my job is to go out and convince other people with things like gold, which are kind of considered an alternative. People talk to me about crypto all the time. A few years ago, a guy came to me when I was still running Pacific Precious Metals and said, here's $1,000. I want a full day of your time. Teach me everything you know about crypto. And then he got into the crypto markets and made a bunch of money. So I was happy for him. Um, So really alternatives. I'm looking at the metals and crypto. Mm-hmm. as a, a subsidiary of the you know alternative market. I don't look at a, a lot of other things that I can give people legitimate long-term insights into. Sure. So that, that's kind of what I'm looking at now. So let's go further into uh, Pacific Precious Metals. So you mentioned um, kind of briefly what you do, but let's go a little bit further. So you mentioned multiple locations. So tell us a little bit more about that. Let's, let's do a deep dive into, into the business. Uh, so Pacific Precious Metals, I, I, I founded it and, and there were some other investors that came in. I ran it for the first few years and then we decided to just hire some people to run it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it started with as a single location in Marin County. Uh, it's in Sausalito, California, just north of the Golden Gate Bridge. Mm. But we quickly decided to start adding locations. And, we, and there's four locations there, one in Fremont, one in Palo Alto, and one in Walnut Creek. So they've got four locations covering the whole San Francisco Bay Area. I've moved out to the East Coast. So they're already bugging me to say, hey, can you can you find somebody that can run a bunch of bunch over there? So I'll, I'll probably over time uh, help them build and extend on the East Coast and then take it from there. So it's, it's the kind of place where you can walk in, you can place your order online, mm-hmm. and then you can go in and pay and pick up and you can test. So that's one another of the great things uh, that Pacific Precious Metals does. They have all sorts of non-destructive testing. Mm. Uh, when I first started the business, I was paranoid. How do I know it's real gold? <laughs> it, it, may, it may look gold, but how can I validate that it actually is gold? Yeah. Well, I did a lot of research, right? But you, you can't cut the coin or the bar in half. Now you've ruined it. And you just lost 10, 15% of its value, right? So how do you do it non-destructively? So they have specific pressure. They have all sorts of X-ray fluorescence and specific mm. gravity and conductivity. Tests. So they test the electric conductivity, mm. uh, specific gravity, which tells you the density. They have X-ray fluorescence passes. You know, if it looks like a duck, quacks like a duck, walks like a duck, you know, it's a duck. Yeah. So um, that's that's kind of what they do, uh, where they're situated, et cetera. But, you know, they people don't have to be in the Bay Area to buy from them. Yeah. They can get online just like they do with the other big, big guys. And I, they're generally cheaper. Pacific mm-hmm. Precious Metals is usually the, the cheapest that I've noticed when I do follow up on them and make sure they're not, over, you know, overpricing their product. They're usually cheaper than all the big boys. Yeah, that's a big deal. Um, I uh, 
so there's been this thing. So there's a, and, and this is when I, so I was, I don't think you know this about me, but I was a financial advisor for almost 14 years. So I, and, and there was always this kind of like myth of this thought process about people that accumulate gold or hoard it, or like they, like the gold bug or things like that, like help me dispel this myth because I know it's not true, but a lot of people that are watching oh. this, that are like, ah, do I want to buy gold? Do I want to hold it? Like they feel like maybe this, this idea comes in mind of like some branding and maybe some individuals that are, that have done it in the past that they don't align with. And they're like, ah, but to me, it's just, it's just another asset. It's another investment. It's another way to diversify. That's my view on it. Like, what's your view on kind of the way I would argue hard asset gold buyers have been looked at um, in the past, specifically in the United States, other countries don't have this problem. Typically you're right. Um, Here's what I'll tell you. There is a small percentage of gold and silver bugs, borderline crazy people (laughs) in what they believe. Right, it's a very small percentage. It is. I got guys but they get all the media, homes. but they get all the media. <laughs> they get all the media because it's the most interesting, right? It I mean, is I had, interesting. So you know, I had a, I had a hedge fund guy. He's a longtime buyer. I have lots of hedge fund guys. You know, they run billion, two billion dollar funds, and they come in for their own personal holdings and you know buy half a million dollars at a time. You can have a great conversation with them about what the Fed's doing and yeah, you know, inflation and what's happening overseas and geopolitical. But then you get the guy that comes in, you know. It rushes into my office and says, stay away from all the bridges. There's a tidal event coming and it's being caused by the U.S. military from space. And you're going like, really? <laughs> Those guys get all the media. Or the other guys that think, you know, I've had guys tell me that humans were brought here by aliens 8,000 years ago. And the ancient Egyptian statues you see of the people with the tall heads, that's because that's with a hat on. That's because that's what their head was. And they're just smarter. And then they left. They mined gold on earth and then they left us all behind. That seemed normal when you first start talking to them, but they always go off on a tangent. Yes. So there's that one or 2% of the That's people. a small amount though. <laughs> but you really remember it because it's yeah. so outlandish, right? So yes, there is a very small percentage of the population that spend way too much time on the internet, sure. reading all sorts of conspiracy theories. And they get they go into that world mm-hmm. and then they just start believing it. Yeah. I, and I'm not sure why. Maybe they so, need to see. So that's one side. So now, so now let's move over to like how people should be viewing this and, and like what it actually is. So that's of course the Hollywood side. Let's move over into like how people should be thinking about this, like like when it comes to diversifying their portfolio and their overall assets. So tell me a little bit more about that. Right. So you know, I'm I'm not a financial advisor like you. Um, but I do, having worked on Wall Street, I know that you you have to have diversification, yeah. right? And I, you know, owning three, four, five percent of your portfolio in physical metals is, you know, if you're if you're pretty worried about it, that, that's a pretty decent size of a of a position in any mm-hmm. portfolio, right? Uh, I'm sure you know that as uh, having worked as a financial advisor. So people should own a little physical gold, but they should. Speak to their financial advisor. How much? How many bonds should I? How much? What percentage of my portfolio should be bonds? Mm-hmm. And if it's bonds, then break it down. How many treasuries? How many corporates? How many junk? What? Whatever. And then how much stocks? What kind of stocks? Growth stocks? What area of the economic cycle are we in? Do, do we own defensive stocks, growth stocks, etc.? I can't answer those questions for them because I'm not a, an accredited financial advisor. I can give them my opinion, but people I think should own a little physical asset, uh, mm-hmm. physical gold as part of a great diversification strategy, 
Gold tends to not behave the same way as other assets, which is exactly what you want in a diversified portfolio. You don't want mm. everything to crash when things are crashing. And you, if everything's going up together, that's a bit risky because when things turn around, now you have nothing that's not falling. And gold tends to be a very defensive asset class, always good to own in a portfolio. What other uh, metals? I know it's Pacific Precious Metals, plural. Uh, what other metals do you offer there? And, and what other kind of markets can people access through working with uh, your, your team? Um, they can buy any of the four metals, gold, silver, platinum, or palladium. I usually tell people uh, that ask me about platinum or palladium, look, you really have to understand those markets to know what yeah. drives them. And it's not so much a monetary metal as it is an industrial metal. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to invest in some of those lesser traded metals, really spend a lot of time figuring out what moves them so that you know what to expect uh, over time, Mm -hmm. right? So those are the four metals people can invest in. At some point, I'll probably build through Pluto software uh, and my Aureus point of sales uh, platform, the ability to buy or sell cryptos. Yeah, from any dealer that wants to buy cryptos as well. It but seems like buy. it would be like the evolution to add to that alternative space. Like as you're Absolutely. as you're saying, all it seems lo- I know easier said than done. By the way, I'm not <laughs> I'm not claiming you can just flip a switch, but it seems logical to me. It is logical. It is in the plan uh, with my software. I, I just don't exactly know when we're going to kick it off. I want to make sure that for me, the biggest risk on, from a technology standpoint is the regulatory risk. And yeah. how do I make sure that the software I'm building under the Aureus point of sale mm-hmm. product under, you know, that's the name of the product, Pluto Software is the company. How do I make sure that I'm complying with all the regulatory environment in the United States? Mm. Because the last thing I want to do is inadvertently not comply and then find myself getting shut down by the government. Yeah, no, t- totally get it. And that's all, a, a whole nother space there. So totally get that. What is the, um, so circling back to Pacific Precious Metals, and uh, this may sound like a very basic question, but if you think about the percentage of uh, individuals that have maybe done this, I think it's relevant. Um, what does the process look like to work with your company to order the gold, to get the delivery? Like, like how does all that work? Like, um, and again, very sounds very basic, but I, I feel people are wondering that because they've if you've never done it, you don't know to you know. So what does that right. user experience look like? How easy so is it? There, there can be a variety of ways to purchase the gold. Uh, mm-hmm. They can simply go to PacificPreciousMetals.com. Mm-hmm. Go to the shopping cart. If they've decided what they want, they add it to the cart and check yeah. out. During the checkout process, the first thing they're asked is, well, do you want to pick it up in person? And mm-hmm. if they say yes, they have to pick where they want, which retail outlet they want to pick it up at, yeah. how you want to pay. And that's the interesting thing about the gold business is that most people don't use credit cards because there's a credit card price and then there's the cheaper price. Average gross margin on gold Hmm. historically it was about one and a half percent. It's probably 2% today because there's shortages and everything yeah. else, but 2% profit margin, gross profit margin before mm-hmm. any of your costs. And you're paying two to three to 4% to the credit card companies. That doesn't work. So credit card prices are much higher. I never recommend people use that. It's a, mm. You're throwing the money away to the banks, but you pick how you want to pay wire check cash, whatever. Yeah. And then check out. And then you can either, you tell it, if, you're at, if you ask them you want it to ship, as soon as the money's considered 
clear, we receive a wire or check or whatever, we'll mail the gold to them fully insured. Yeah. Or if they said, hey, I want to pick it up in person, then they just come in and pick it up the, as soon as they're notified that their, their money is clear and we have the product sitting there for them. So it's a really simple process. Uh, when people have never done it, I, I totally hear you that there's a little bit of nervousness. It just sounds different. It's it. like, wait a minute. So it's like going on Amazon and buying gold. Like, it's that easy? Like, if you've never done it, you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's as easy as going on to Amazon, but you get a few more choices of how you want to pay. Instead of just putting in your credit card, you get a few more choices where you can save a bit of money. So that's, that's awesome. That's all there is to it. That's helpful. So anybody can do it. This is helpful. Yep. Um, this has been great. So Daniel, um, first off, this has been great having you on the show um, and to learn more about your business, what you're doing, your software. I mean, what's next? What's next for you? What's next for Pacific Precious Metals? I mean, what's next? Uh, so all I'd say is, you know, for Pacific Precious Metals, uh, me and the other owners, we expect them to grow. Yeah. Uh, for me personally, I'm much more involved in the software side of it. And my mm-hmm. goal is to build up that software platform where dealers all over the country can now compete with the big boys and we can give individuals mm-hmm. lots of legitimate places to go to and buy and sell their gold. Right. So that's 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 my goal. Fantastic. That's next. Well, Daniel, uh, if somebody is watching this right now. And they want to learn more about Plutus software because they're a gold dealer, or maybe they do, they want to purchase some gold. So they want to, or, or one of any of the four big metals, um, um, and they want to go to Pacific Precious Metals. Like, what's the best way for people to follow up? Well, if they're interested in buying gold, I recommend they go to PacificPreciousMetals.com. Uh, and if they, if it's, if you're out there and you're a dealer working in the gold business, you need a software platform. The product that my company builds is called Aureus. P-O-S. Aureus is the ancient Roman gold coin. Hmm. A-U-R-E-U-S. P-O-S dot com. So if you went there, you'll see a few videos, all of our contact information, and then you can reach out and get in touch with us. Fantastic. Well, Daniel, again, appreciate you coming on the show today. And uh, to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. Hope you learned a lot. If you did, don't forget, hit that subscribe button. We have many more mission-based entrepreneurs, executives, and experts coming up for you, and we don't want you to miss a thing. And uh, Daniel, really has been a pleasure. Thanks for uh, coming on, sharing more about your background, and of, of course, all the great work you're doing over at uh, Pacific Precious Metals and Plutus Software. So thank you. Thanks, Adam. I appreciate being on your show, and I'll see you soon, hopefully.